resident lighting specialist to our Welcome to Residential Tech Talks. I'm Jeremy Glowacki, executive editor of Residential Tech Today. On this week's podcast, we welcome two esteemed guests, AV Pro Global founder and CEO Jeff Murray and Audio Control VP of Sales and Marketing Chris Kane to discuss exciting business acquisition news for the residential and commercial AV integration industry. Earlier this week, AV Pro Global, the parent company of AV Pro Edge, Meridio, and Bullet Train Audio Video Distribution Products, acquired the home audio division of Audio Control from Amp Holdings. Through the deal, AV Pro Global will assume ownership of Audio Control's home audio division product line of amplifiers of various shapes and sizes, AV processors, AV receivers, and AV signal extenders. But enough from me. Our guests today are much better suited to tell us all about their combined company and brands. Welcome to the podcast from the Audio Control headquarters in Seattle, Washington, Jeff Murray and Chris Kane. Hello, gentlemen. Congratulations on the announcement. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you, thank Jeremy. You. It's great to be here, and uh, thanks for uh, for the shout out there. This is awesome. Well, it's it's good to see you guys, and it's uh, it's a couple of really good uh, brands and people that I I really admire and and uh, love uh, talking to and seeing at, at uh, industry events. But before we dig into the specifics of your acquisition, which definitely I want to get into, um, wanted to touch on a little bit of your your backgrounds. Um, for those in the audience who don't know you guys, and I'm mainly speaking of my dad, since I'm sure that most of the industry knows you guys better than they know me. Um, Jeff, I remember you from way back in your days at Sencor, and uh, you mentioned we we chatted uh, along with my former colleague Adam Goldstein at uh, the Marriott in Indianapolis at Acedia. Um, but then I looked in your LinkedIn bio, and I saw some Midwestern ties, like myself. Um, I see connections to both Southern Illinois University, go Salukis, and Chicago. You're, uh, you seem to be a Midwestern guy. Did you grow up in the Windy City? Uh, no, but I did go to school at uh, City Colleges of Chicago, uh, European Division, and uh, uh, University of Southern Illinois uh, was also in the military. So I, I, I had a 20-year career in the military um, in electronics, and I went to night school, and so that's where you see the Chicago, oh. but that was actually in University of Maryland in Germany and Fort Gordon oh. in Georgia. And Interesting. So, yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. I, I, I did, I skipped over your, your military service, which uh, was extensive. I mean, 20 years before you even get to this industry. So you, you train um, as, as guys in the military can get really good at the technical stuff, if that's the, the route you take. And uh, is that what led you into this industry? Was, was the technical uh, chops that you developed in the military or was it your own uh, night school developing that? Uh, through your education. Uh, that's what I did in the military. I was okay. working in electronics. I, I went through the whole military basic electronics program for 52 weeks and then went into uh, uh, early computers, uh, tactical communication systems, uh, satellite tracking systems, you name it. Uh, by the time I had uh, retired in 1997, I had a lot of electronics experience, a lot of leadership experience. And um, I, I got recruited by Sencor, actually, mm. for the Sencor being a test and measurement company. Um, they recruited me for the technical background. And, 
um, while there, um, we did we built an AV department. It was uh, basically Sencor was broadcast and TV repair. They got their, you know, their their main their main thing was TV repair back in the fifties when it was tube testers and you know the things you would see in the in the drugstore and take your bag full of tubes and test them and see which ones are bad and buy one right on the spot. That's kind of what Sencor did in the beginning, um, but then we transitioned into AV and broadcast, and then. Uh, I always wanted to do something on my own. And when Syncor was finally acquired, um, I tried to bring in uh, connectivity while I was there. And uh, I just decided that's what I wanted to do. And, and luckily, my son, Matthew, is in the business now. He's our CTO. Um, so we've got a nice little family business with, you know, AV Pro Global Holdings. That's kind of yeah, how we well, got that's great, and uh, and the the company AV Pro Global Holdings was was founded at what year? About twenty twenty four will be ten years, so twenty fourteen. Okay. Um, great, yeah. and we can dig into a little bit more about the the company and all the brands. But uh, before I let Chris sit there too long and not talk, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought we'd talk a little bit about your background too, and I'd. I'd like to point out that I think you might be personally responsible for improving the heart health of everyone in the custom integration channel. <laughs> thanks to all those years sending out smoked salmon from the Pike Place market. Um, and and, and rem reminding us all that uh, you're, uh, you're, that Seattle is part of a rainforest, which kind of blew my mind when I first heard that. I'm like, what are they, what are they talking about from the rainforest? <laughs> and and in, in fact, like we have rainforest in our country, so that's really cool. Um, but I, I consider you basically synonymous at this point with the audio control brand. Um, you know, I, 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 I know you, the, you're the person I look forward to talking to when we're at a trade show and, or any other buying group meeting and talking about your brand. But um, I guess I know less about where you grew up and how you got into the business in the first place. Can you tell us a little back, background yeah, on yourself? Certainly. Yeah, I, I came at it probably a little different angle than Jeff, but I was, uh, uh, was in college for uh, accounting and management. And along the way, I started working at an audio store in Southern California and kind of got, I got bitten by the bug, you know, of, of sound and, you know, putting things together and creating systems. And so at some point I realized, Hey, you know, there are other people that can do the, the accounting and management side of things, which is fine, but I'd like to be out there, um, you know, talking to the customers and designing systems. So I did that in Southern California in the eighties, which was an awesome time to be in Southern California and selling audio and we had a neat store in the, in the West Hollywood area and stuff. And then uh, from there, I uh, honestly, the riots came along in LA and it kind of caused me to say, maybe Southern California isn't the same place. And uh, I got introduced to Tom Walker, who at the time was the owner of Audio Control. Uh, so in August, this is actually my August of 1992, I moved up here and started working with Audio Control. So I'm going to hit 32 years here in a few weeks. Um, and it's, uh, you know, it's been exciting because the company went from, you know, when I started here, we were doing a lot of two-channel EQs and processors and mobile audio and things like that. And, you know, over a shorter period of time, we got involved with Cedia early on. You know, I still remember those first Cedia shows. There was basically a bunch of 10 by 10 day booths and everybody would show up for a couple hours and then we're done. You know, that was Cedia Expo, you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> so taking on a whole new life these days, you know, we fly in three days ahead of time to set up and tear down. So, but 
And then the company just kind of pivoted as our relationships with dealers who are regular retailers started going out to clients' houses and doing installs. And they said, hey, if you guys could make products that would, you know, fit into a rack and, you know, could connect with this and that, it would be great. And I'm like, okay, what's a rack? You know, <laughs> and, so, you know and then they're like, oh, then my big epiphany was, hey, people are plugging their TVs into their stereos, which at the time TVs were sold by, you know, appliance stores and things like that. And then video became its own, you know, monumental business. And then honestly, our, our dealers and, you know, the team being out there fed us a lot of product ideas and we pivoted, you know, pretty, pretty quickly into servicing more of that residential, you know, uh, integration business from there. So, and then I've been here ever since. Well, and you, you've gone through some, some changes just recently and the, audio controls CEO um, for many years, Alex Kamara um, sold uh, to AMP Global. And then he, Alex then retired from the company uh, at at a certain point not too long ago. Um, And that was what back in the beginning of the year, February. Yeah, uh, February, March, I think something like that. Yeah. So you've gone through a little bit of change, even though you're you're, you've been in that company for a while. You've seen like it's gotten a little bit different there at the the last couple um, last year or two. Um, So now you've got a new owner. And uh, did you guys know each other at all before this acquisition occurred? We actually stayed Uh, in the same hotel at ISC last year and had a a beer, but we really weren't close. You know, honestly. Different rooms, but yes. You know, (laughs) different rooms. (laughs) Just to be clear. You know, I've always known Syncor. You know, we we did a lot of audio analyzers in the past and taught training their in classes and calibration. And I think it benefited us and certainly what they were doing also. So we've always been of the mindset of measurement calibration and performance albeit you know video yeah. more with them and audio with us so certainly respected on that side of things but, we, we actually know. did some projects with tom mm-hmm. in the early days uh, at syncor uh and we had some of the products manufactured by audio control um uh like the studio six tools that you see today for acoustic measurement um and that's still part of audio control um, that's, that's something we kind of worked on, uh, all through the past, probably 15, 20 years, that product has just come along and come along. So yeah, there's, there's some history. Okay. And, and maybe for those who aren't quite aware of what, uh, the various brands are within AV Pro Global, uh, are, so you've got AV Pro Edge, Bullet Train and Meridio. Can you kind of give a little rundown on what each of those brands cover within, uh, their, their brand and their names? We, uh, Meridio is where we started. We started, started, uh, Meridio's test and measurement video generators. Um, we started, uh, by specking a, uh, winning a bid on a big spec for the geek squad. We made about 2000 of these video generators to their spec when HD was coming into, uh, the market and that kind of got the company going. So, so Meridio right now is 8K versions of these video generator analyzers that uh, are used by field techs, calibrators, and also manufacturers for designing products. So the the high end is kind of comparable to like a quantum data. Um, And the low end is is a field test setup, fox and hound, you know, troubleshooting throughout a system. Um, Bullet Train is our HDMI cable line and USB cable line and AOC cables, active opticals. Um, 
Our big line is AV Pro Edge. AV Pro Edge is full connectivity. That's HDMI extenders, splitters, uh, HD base T switchers, HDMI switchers, video wall controllers. Um, the big thing now is HDMI over IP. Um, uh, uh, AV Pro has got 1G versions and 10G versions. So the SDVOE and the 1G um, for any application, any budget, um, that's based on um, standard ethernet technology. Um, we also manufacture switchers uh, to 48 port and down, full PoE, full fiber optic. So um, both great for the residential and the commercial markets. So that's kind of a quick quick recap. Yeah, yeah and, and so for those who don't know how these deals come together, and honestly, I, I don't know much about it either, uh, what was the first step in finding out that this was a good opportunity for AV Pro Global to acquire Audio Control's home business unit? Actually, a mutual rep um, that reps uh, AV Pro and Audio Control called me out of the blue. I think it was about March, yeah. probably about March, and uh, said, you know, he he told me about what ha you know what the acquisition right and and Alex and I guess Alex had left and some key employees had left and and uh, and it was kind of like there was not a real defined direction for home Auto automotive and car I think Amp had their eyes on that that was uh, the main thing that they were going after and uh, so this rep said you know you should call Chris Kane and. Mm -hmm and talk to him. And I did. And we had a lot of conversations and, uh, he connected me with the amp guys. And, um, we actually have a satellite office down in St. Pete. Um, and amp is down there. They're in Clearwater, Florida. So they're literally a 10 mile drive for us. So, um, had some discussions with Mike Detmer, who's been advising us for, since January. He's our uh, senior advisor consultant. And we just took a, took a ride over there and, and had a meeting with them. And uh, I think uh, almost immediately, Mike and I, Mike was kind of telling me as we were walking to the elevator, he's like, don't say a word. <laughs> you know, it's one of those deals where, you know, mm -hmm. it, let's just not talk about it because it's just too good to be true. We, we saw the synergies immediately. It was like, man, this is just going to be a really great opportunity for us. I hope we can work out the details. Um. And that's how it all started. And I think Chris, it kind of went dark. You know, I saw him at an event, a ProSource event. Yeah. Yeah. yeah ProSource event. And, and we talked and he asked me how it was going. And obviously AMP had put us on a pretty tight leash and muzzle on talking about the deal. That's pretty normal. Um, but I did tell him that we were making progress. And, uh, you know, and we did. We were making progress throughout this whole thing. It takes a long time. I think I think it was pretty quick, actually. But. Um, from March to July 31st, um, but that's how it came together. And um, we were in day four here, yeah. and we're <laughs> starting to uh, see some real good connections. You know, our, we we flew down our benefits guys, uh, and they've been talking to the to the troops here and in production and, and management, and it's just a fantastic uh, group of people. You know, I couldn't be more pleased. My son couldn't be more pleased. Um, things are moving along a lot faster than we expected. 
Today's episode of Residential Tech Talks is brought to you by NICE, the global manufacturer of smart home security and building automation solutions. NICE is bringing together 30 years of innovation with award-winning products from Elan, Speakercraft, and Panamax to create a holistic ecosystem for builders, integrators, and consumers. Learn more about how you can create one home with one solution at go.niceforyou.com backslash RTT. What, what about audio control fits into your, your brand uh, collection there so well? Well, everything, you know, because if you think about it, we, we, we'll sell a matrix or we'll sell these uh, AV over IP matrixes and they're all line out or line in um, and they all need amplification at some point. So every one of these systems that get tied to our matrixes and our HDMI over IP stuff, it's going to need amplified audio at some point, right? I mean, yeah. video needs audio. Um, so it, it, it's the same customers. We ran a, a kind of a comparison of our databases and 50% of the dealers are already buying from both companies. Hmm. So it's, it's actually quite, quite nice. It's a, it's a good fit. Yeah. I mean, and honestly, I mean, we, you know, we manufacture, you know, wonderful amplifiers, sound quality, high power levels. Connectivity is always the secret sauce. You know, we can have the best sounding amp, but if we have a, you know, RCAs and everybody else is using Dante or something else, it only gets you so far. So I've been kind of watching AV Pro from a while, from a distance going, wow, I'd love to figure out how to get some of their switching capabilities built into our amplifiers, because I think that's really the the holy grail a little bit in the custom install business is to have connectivity. So, um, and I've seen their products and stuff at shows. So when Jeff called me, I was like, to him, I was like, is this, is this real? This is, <laughs> I mean, this is kind of what I was thinking would be great for our engineering team because, you know, they do things with HDMI and with eARC and Dante um, and digital that, you know, we do on some of our products, but that's not what our specialization is. We're more of a specialized in amplifiers and high power. So all of a sudden you've got this, you know, amplifier from an amplifier company and connectivity from a company that specializes in connectivity, you know, and as the dealers we've talked to this week who at first go, what, what is, why are you doing that? And then you explain that to them and they go, wow, that's, that's huge. And that's what kind of got us, I think, all very excited about the synergies that were with us on the home side. So uh, that, I think that that enthusiasm that we all had, I think, helped move this thing along really quick. Yeah, there's really no, there's really no downside. I mean, at, at this point, at least uh, talk to me in a year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> but right now, it's, it's, it, it really is a, it's, it's a good opportunity for both companies. And what can you reveal? I know you're a private company, so you may just say pass on this question, but uh, in terms of headcount from both um, companies and how this changes the size of your overall operation. This will push us over 100 total. Okay. Uh, with Great. both companies. We're about 68, I think, in three locations with AV Pro and uh, I think about 38, 39 mm -hmm. was the headcount here. So yeah, that'll put us up over over 100 personnel, and um, then uh, we own a, a fab in Shenzhen where we have another 70 or 80 personnel uh, engineers, component engineers, buyers, uh, assemblers, the whole deal. So um, 
I guess total be kind of somewhere a little bit south of 200. Wow. Okay. And, and Jeff, you're, uh, you're in Sioux Falls, uh, South Dakota. Is that correct? Where you're personally located or? Sioux Falls is our headquarters. Yep. yep. And I, and I spend most of my time there. Yep. Okay. And, uh, and so how do the, the satellite offices, St. Petersburg, you mentioned and then Green Bay, uh, and then you've got a European office in uh, mm-hmm. Slovakia. Um, how do those fit into the, the company? Like, what what is the uh, is that for sales purposes or manufacturing, or what do you do with those different locations? Manufacturing is going up in Sioux Falls. They're going to be putting in the equipment next week. Um, we just purchased a new facility there about a year ago and uh, retrofit it. Uh, for our headquarters facility. So we got two two major facilities over 20,000 square feet in Sioux Falls, mm. um, plus a warehouse. Um, uh, St. Pete uh, was kind of developed out of me moving down there um, to Florida, but now it's turned into 14, 15 people. And we put our tech support down there because um, that uh Central Florida area is really good for recruiting. So mm-hmm. I can I can find good techs. I can find guys with a lot of experience. Um, so that's our tech support center down there and our training center. Uh, we're about 6,500 square feet down there um, in a lease space. Um, but we're, we're planning on, actually, Chris is a tech support guy is heading down there Sunday. Um, that's one of our first integrations is getting that tech support team up to speed on audio control. A lot of them have already used it, programmed it, and know about it. So that's not going to be a big stretch, but they're going to be up to date. So that's one of the uh, immediate impacts you'll see is, is we'll have more tech support. Um, so that's that's St. Pete. Green Bay okay. is more engineering and driver development. Okay. Um, so that's, you know, drivers is a big thing in connectivity. It's a big thing for Chris's company. We share the same, uh, one of the same driver developers already. Um, so that that's going to kind of come together nicely. Um, Bratislava is more or less uh, one of our main business partners, Laszlo Katona. He's got a lab over there for testing. He does a lot of design work. Um, he also manages all the Foxconn business, uh, you know, mm-hmm. in, the, in the Eastern European um, areas, Germany, Poland. Um, so, and then Shenzhen, of course, we have another manufacturing facility with, I think, four lines now, six stories. Um, and that keeps growing and growing. And um, it's it's not like the normal, uh, what you see in the industry where one factory manufactures for 10 or different, 10 or 15 different companies. Um, this is our factory. So the only thing that we've manufactured out of there is uh, AV Pro um, and some, just a little bit of selected OEM on, on some uh, meters and things, generators. Um, but then we also have an R&D facility in Guilin, which is about a thousand kilometers north of Shenzhen. And that's where we get a lot of our, you know, test bed and just new engineers coming online, learning projects, fourth year students that we can hire. Um, that's, that's kind of the whole, the whole lineup. We're pretty engineering heavy. You know, we, we do work, uh, we do have a good, good size sales and marketing department also, but uh, we spend a lot of time developing products that that work that's our yeah. and next well, and next and week, next week the uh sioux falls yeah next week is factory our, goes live there too yep the new factory goes Great. live next week in sioux falls all the reps all the national reps will be in sioux falls next week also 
um, from the residential rep side. And Chris will be there with me and he'll be introducing, you know, himself and the company. And, and uh, so, you know, we're just, we're in the beginning stages here. And Chris, how's the uh, audio control uh, prior to this um, operation kind of function function as far as the is is everything pretty centralized with that Seattle location, or do you have other uh, operations that are going to be integrated uh, with this acquisition? Yeah, a majority of, of manufacturing and operations is here in Seattle. We use a few remote engineers for programming or software development and things like that, and. Um, and you know, prior to the acquisition, we were utilizing some of the resources from the AMP Global guys in Florida for accounting and stuff like that. But that's all pretty much centralized here or being transferred over to Sioux Falls. And how do you see the uh, company culture with audio control prior to the acquisition? Um, what, what are your uh, feelings on how that integration of the company culture is going to gonna go? Um, I, th- I mean, right now, I mean, it's... You know, and the dinners we've had and the conversations, I mean, they're they're focused on high performance video switching. We're focused on high performance audio. You know, our common customer is the is the residential and commercial dealers. So it's 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 it makes so much sense. You know, I mean, the conversations have been great along those lines versus, uh, you know, having a conversation. I mean, with our with the amp guys, for instance, their focus was mobile audio. Yeah. And they did a nice job of stewarding with what we did, but there would certainly be more, you know, and one day I would have a conversation about eARC on an amplifier and then launching 12 inch woofers with LED lights behind them, you know, so <laughs> yeah, which is fun. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy car audio immensely, you know, and I enjoy yeah. home audio, but it's, it allows now, I think, especially with our team too, there can be more focus here. You know, we're already in the process of relaying out the, fi- the factory here, uh, to accommodate more amplifier production um, and, and kind of going through some processes there. So we can we can focus on those SKUs. You know, as in the past, we were focusing on those SKUs plus mobile audio SKUs. So it'll make us more efficient from that standpoint. And honestly, having uh, Jeff's team in here, you know, to kind of walk through with the guys, you know, from the manufacturing manager to the engineering side of things and just, you know, it's always nice to have your processes reviewed. You know, um, and, you know, we're, we're a 46 year old company. You know, we have things that we've developed over time. Some work well and some it's it's good to take a look at them. And uh, an acquisition like this gives an opportunity. And, you know, they're they're successful with things they're doing. So we're able to, to you know, latch on to that. The, but the synergies and the efficiencies, you know, kind of like what Jeff was talking about. I mean, the tech support. <coughs> I mean, we have a, a great tech team, but it's it's fairly limited. All of a sudden we're going to have access to a much higher level of tech team. So the support is going to be bigger. The customer service aspect of what they bring to the party also is great. And then, you know, we're just dipping our toe in the water in terms of product synergies. I mean, that's going to be, you know, everything I've been, you know, I'm really good at keeping my fingers on the pulse of people around here. And, you know, everybody's very, very energized about the whole, the whole thing. So very, very psyched. My son uh, mentioned that most of the guys in production were wearing AV Pro shirts yesterday. He was walking around <laughs> taking pictures. <laughs> so that's great. I think we're I think we're yeah. we're making some impact. Um, like Chris said, the customer service is already connected with what we call sales excellence in Sioux Falls. You know, um, since it was uh, since home was a division of the big the mothership, and it split like that, so we had to bring in all new IT infrastructure also on Monday, and we had to issue new computers on Monday. And so we're working through getting the instance of NetSuite 
up and running and we're about 10 days off from that. So we're kind of manual right now um, because that was all pulled out. Um, but I think we're making it through, you know, today I think they're doing an inventory. Mm -hmm. I think they'll be doing some inventory through tomorrow. Um, but yeah, the teams are starting to work. They let us amp opened up and let us start working together about a week ahead. And so we did get those teams together and start communicating. And I think now that we're on site, I think they're hopefully realizing that we're the real deal. And, uh, you know, we want to take this thing to the next level. You know, this is just, uh, you know, it, it just feels right. I think the cultures are going to be very similar. We're mid Midwest, South Dakota, you know, uh, just a salt of the earth, you know, and that's yeah. the same way it is here. I was, I was, pleasantly surprised with how great all the people are. That's great. So the last thing I want to ask you about is CDA Expo. It's right around the corner. We're almost at the 30 days and counting phase. Um, obviously, that's a lot to get ready for for any company on a normal day. Now you're combining companies and doing all this infrastructure change. So um, I'm assuming you're going to be in separate booths for this one and, and not try to do a big combo uh, thing at this point late in the game. Well, Chris has been staying on top of that, right? So so basically that was just a matter of, yes, he's got his game plan in place already for Cedia. What new products are being launched, the press releases and so on. Um, so yeah, they'll keep their same booth. They're literally, we could probably hook up a- We're gonna throw a cat five yeah, wire. A cat from five between the booths. booths you know? <laughs> so just by luck, we're about two booths apart. Okay. Um, so, you know, we'll probably be getting some people in their booth and vice versa and some products just so we can announce it and get the word out. I think, I think, you know, you know, just looking at the web, I mean, a lot of people are sending me comments on my LinkedIn and stuff. So I think a lot of people already know about it and sure. haven't seen them. I haven't seen any real negative yet that, that said, you know, what are you crazy? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, no, it, it doesn't seem like a crazy thing at all. It looks like a really good, uh, good my combo. Wife. My wife called me last night and she says, Hey, there's a Facebook guy on here who said, yeah, in my many years, I not a big fan of most of these acquisitions, but this one, it's like, hell yeah. You know? Yeah. So that was a, a my, she goes, oh, is that a good thing? I go, yeah, yeah, it's a good thing. So <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think the industry has been very receptive and all the, the dealers and customers that we've talked to over the week and the stakeholders and such are, are all like, wow, this is that thing that'll help help energize our company to that next level, you know, help, uh, Jeff's company, uh, you know, just, it's great for all the brands. So, yeah. Yep. Well, guys, thank you so much for taking the time out in the middle of so much craziness and getting to, you know, your company is combined and, uh, it was, it was awesome learning more about it and I wish you well, uh, we'll see you at CDA expo and folks can, uh, can connect with you there. I'm sure. So thanks Absolutely. again for your time. Thanks. Jeremy. Thank you very much. Thanks, Jeremy. Jeff Murray is founder and CEO of AV Pro Global, home of video-centric brands, AV Pro Edge, Bullet Train, and Meridio, and now the audio amplifier and extender brand, Audio Control, where Chris Kane is VP of Sales and Marketing. You can find out more about both companies, both brands, same company, at avproglobal.com or at audiocontrolpro.com. And that wraps up today's show, which was produced by Residential Tech Today, IPW, and Pretty Easy Podcasts.
Please check out prettyeasypodcast.com if you uh, want professional and affordable production help on your own podcast. Also, special thanks to our title sponsor, Nice North America, for their financial support. And if you're new to Residential Tech Talks, please subscribe to the podcast wherever you watched or listened to this episode. Also, check out all the latest residential tech news at our magazine's website, restechtoday.com, where you can also subscribe to the print or digital magazine and to our Tuesday and Friday email newsletters. Finally, if you're a Cedia Expo exhibitor, please be sure to visit the RTT website to submit your entries for our innovation awards prior to the August 11th deadline. Until next time, please stay safe, stay inspired, and let us know if you have a great story to tell.